standing face to face with the homeowner, the residential roofing contractor is about to be questioned regarding the estimate for the new roof, which includes an attic ventilation improvement. The homeowner has lived in this house for 20 years with the current roof and attic ventilation system. Let's listen in on their conversation. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Airing It Out with AirVent. My name is Paul Shelsey. I host AirVent's Attic Ventilation Ask the Expert seminars offered every winter to residential roofing professionals all across North America since 1998. In this episode of our podcast, we're going to role play a conversation between a homeowner who is looking to replace the roof and the roofing contractor who is bidding for the work. We hope that this role-playing helps roofing contractors trying to fine-tune the presentations they use during the estimating process. We also hope it helps any homeowners listening who have similar questions like the ones that are about to be asked. I'm going to play the role of homeowner, and playing the role of roofing contractor is Daniel White, roofing consultant at Roof Life of Oregon in Tigard, Oregon, Welcome to the show, Daniel. Thank you, Paul. Nice to be here. Thank you. It sounds a little funny, Daniel, as I was preparing for this. It sounds a little funny uh, introducing you as role-playing the role of a contractor. You are a contractor, so so thanks (laughs) for playing along with us. Thank you, Daniel. I've known Daniel for quite some time. He's a regular contributor of Found in the Field Photos, popular on our Facebook page, he finds and shares some very unusual attic ventilation applications in the field, and he participates in our best practices seminars. Really excited, Daniel, to have you with us again. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to be with you, Paul. Yep, I've been working with you for many, many years. I'm going to say probably 13 years. That sounds right, and I've enjoyed every moment of it, Daniel. Thank you so much. This podcast is an extension of our uh, friendship and relationship. Thank you for your time. Daniel, for simplicity purposes, for our listeners, we're going to assume the homeowner already understands that a new roof is needed because it's showing some aging. We may get into the condition of the roof during our role playing. We may, but just for purposes of our listeners, I want to set the table A new roof is needed, and the homeowner fully understands that. Yep. All right. All right, Daniel, here we go. Let's role play. I'm the homeowner. I looked over your estimate to replace my roof, Daniel. Your price seems reasonable, but I do want to review it, please, more thoroughly with my wife when she gets home tonight. In the meantime, I have a few questions, please. You have a section here called attic ventilation. I see listed something called ridge vent, and there's also soffit vents listed. I already have those spinning vents on my roof. I think they're called wind turbines. I have three. There actually might be four up there. Why don't you just give me brand new wind turbines since that's what's already on my roof? You know, that's a great question. The reason we don't want to use those things is for a few different reasons. One is when they, as they start to get old, they actually start to make quite a bit of noise. My father actually has those on his roof and they start to squeak. Plus, you have dead air pockets in the attic space. So you've got molds. Let's say you've got two or three of those wind turbines on your roof. Yeah. Anywhere there's not a wind turbine, you have a dead spot in the roof that's not ventilating properly. Plus, if you look at them, when you when you drive up to your house, what do you see? 
you see these great big R2-D2 heads on top of your head, <laughs> on top of the roof. Okay. If we put a ridge vent system on, we're going to go all the way across the entire roof line of your house. It's a low profile. You can see what the picture looks like. It's a much, much cleaner look, and we have no dead air inside the attic space. The entire attic space lets everything go out. So the other problem with those wind turbines is, again, I'll go back to my father. He liked to bag those things in the wintertime. Well, part of what we want to do with ventilation is not just the heat. We want to get the moisture out in the wintertime. So in the, in the summer, we're getting the heat out. Okay. In the, in the winter, we're getting the moisture out. We want those things open. With the ridge vent, it lets all of that happen. Daniel, thank thank you for that explanation. You use the word dead spaces, so I guess where there's not a wind turbine, my air isn't really moving. Is that, is that what you're saying? That's correct. Even if you have little box vents, sometimes they call them box box vents, can vents. There's different things. If you look at your neighbors, you'll see those little boxes all over the top of the roof. Usually, there's not enough of them, but between each one of those, especially if there's a space between them that's large, none of that air is moving. The ridge vent keeps that from happening. The entire thing moves. And that's in conjunction with the intake vents that we talked about at the bottom of the roof line. Okay. Well, that seems to make sense. Now, Daniel, I do have a question. You know, as I look around in my neighborhood at the roofs near me and even down the street for that matter, I see a lot of roofs with box vents and their roofs look pretty good. I mean, I'm not an expert in this, obviously, but their roof seemed to be doing pretty good. And my roof, for that matter, until recently, was doing pretty good for 20 years, I believe. So what, why not just stick with wind turbines or box vents? Why, why aren't they more commonly being used, would you say? You know what? That's a really good question, Paul. We don't know why roofers do this. Would you believe it actually costs less to put a ridge vent system on than to add box vents to your roof? So wow. think about putting your roof on. Everywhere there's a box vent on your roof, the roofer has to stop, and we have to cut in shingles around each one of those. Now, you also have that ventilation we talked about. They're not as efficient. You don't get all that heat and cool air as you would in a ridge vent system. With a ridge vent, we go all the way to the top, cut the hole across the top, put the ridge vent on, the ridge caps on top of that. We're not cutting in around each one of those. So the question is, why are other roofers doing it? You tell me, why aren't they doing it? It's better for your house, and it's more labor for them. Boy, it seems like it's an obvious switch to go to Ridge Vent for those benefits. It is. And, Paul, I, I believe in it so much. I just put my roof on last year. My house has Ridge Vent. I just did my roof last year, and Ridge Vent is what I went and not only do we use ridge vent, we use ridge vent with external baffles. So shingle vent two is the one that we use. We want those wings on the outside that we talked about. Okay. All right. Uh, Daniel, if I may, uh, what did you have on your roof before you switched to ridge vent? We had just regular box vents on top of my roof. That's what the builder put on the roof, and I didn't have nearly enough of them. Interesting. So so not not very different than some of these roofs I'm looking at across the street. 90% of the houses out here all have box vents, and they're slowly converting to ridge vent. If you start looking around, you'll start seeing more of it and more of it. Okay. Boy, that's a pretty good testimonial that you're using the very product that you're recommending that I use. So that yes. that, that helps me understand. Uh, Daniel, you showed me one picture. I, I know what the wind turbines look like, I mean, right? I see them, and I know we joked about them a little bit. Uh, what 
what will the ridge vent look like? Do, do you have some other uh, visuals I can get a better idea of, of the beauty of a ridge vent? Absolutely. Yep. We've got great pictures. We can show you exactly what it looks like. Um, when we finish the job, we actually do a video report also, and we can send you what it looks like. So I've got some pictures of houses that we've done. I've also got pictures of my own house, so I can always show you what that looks like. It's a nice, clean look. We're taking all those parts and pieces off the roof so the roof looks better also. We also take that ridge vent, and we don't just put the ridge vent where the hole is. We take it all the way to the end of each roof, reach roof line. That way it's a clean look. You don't have any weird dips in the roof. Okay. All right. Uh, Daniel, you used the term external baffle, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, a little while ago. Would, would you mind revisiting that for me? Absolutely. So, so there's, there's, you have what's called the Bernoulli effect. Okay. Uh -oh. It's low pressure. So it makes an airplane fly. Oh, okay. So let's say you put another type of ridge vent up there because there's multiple styles on the market and it does not have that wing on the outside, the external baffle. Yes. If the wind comes across and it hits that roof and runs up, it can actually ingest or not work the way it's supposed to. You add that little wing to the outside, the wind comes across, hits that wing, it pushes the wind up and over the ridge vent. Again, that's that Bernoulli effect. Okay. It causes a low pressure, and it actually makes your ridge vent work better without ingesting any snow, water, or anything else that might come inside. All right. And, and you're calling that the, the, Bernoulli, the Bernoulli effect. Bernoulli effect. All okay, right. It's what I'm, makes an airplane fly. I might have to Google that. I might look that up. Thank you, Daniel. My wife and I will look that up. So Ridge Vent looks better. It's going to give me better airflow. And I guess the houses around here one day will catch up yep. when they're due for new roofs. So Daniel, to put you on the spot, uh, I know you can't promise this, of course, but are you saying my, my new roof, if we go with you, my roof, my new roof will last longer? by using this ridge vent system? That is the goal. And I will tell you that in every manufacturer warranty, they tell you in writing, if you don't put your roof to current code when it comes to ventilation, they can and will void your warranty. So let's say you put the new roof on in 10 to 15 years, all the granules start falling off the roof. It could be a manufacturer defect. However, if the manufacturers come out and they inspect your roof and the ventilation is not good, they can say, sorry, your ventilation is no good, void warranty. And I have seen it happen. Wow. And, okay, thank you for explaining that. So the Ridge Vent will help ensure I'll meet those requirements for That's the correct. airflow, for the warranty. Well, that seems like a good thing. Yeah, thank and you. And that Daniel. goes in conjunction with the intake ventilation. We want that balanced system. So we talked about the Ridge Vent at the top. We also talked about the intake ventilation at the bottom of the roof underneath your soffits. Well, thank you. And, and that was one of my other questions, Daniel. And, and again, thanks for your patience. I'm, I'm certainly not an expert, but buying a roof can be expensive. So I have some questions in the soffit vent portion of your estimate that I'm looking at. You have listed 16 by eight. Is that right? Yeah. 16 by eight under events. And I guess you're saying 18 are needed. Well, I counted them before you got here. I counted them. I have 10. You mean 10 is not enough already? I, I, I do need 18? That's correct. We want it to be a balanced system. So we want whatever we have at the top, 50%. We want 25 and 25% at the bottom. We want to match everything. So whatever you have at the top, we want to split the difference on each side of the house. 
Would you believe we could actually add more than that at the bottom and it wouldn't affect? We want to make sure that we're bringing the air so it's a balanced system. Even if I added more vents at the bottom, it wouldn't hurt that system. So I like to use the analogy of a funnel. So let's say, let's talk about another roofing contractor that won't change the intake vents. Okay. He puts a ridge vent system on, best on the market. That's the top of the funnel. That's that big opening. At the bottom is the small funnel. Your roof is breathing through a straw. So I don't care what you do to the top of the roof. If you don't increase the intake and make it like a cylinder so it's a balanced system, you're starving that attic space. You're starving the roof for the air that it wants to pull inside. That makes sense. That seems to, that makes perfect sense. Okay. So intake will feed the exhaust. You're looking for an evenly wide funnel, if, if I could use that. Yep. And uh, okay. All right. Well, Daniel, thank you for explaining this. Uh, my wife and I will revisit your numbers when we're together and talk about it. And uh, is there anything else you want to add about the estimate before before we say goodbye to each other? Nope, that's the goal of it. Okay, well, thank you very much. Hey, Daniel, thank you. That was fun role-playing with you. Yeah. That, was, that was interesting. Appreciate your patience as I pretended to be the homeowner. No, so, Daniel... Daniel, while we were doing that role playing and I was trying my best to, to think what the homeowner might say right. in response to your comments, is there anything that you believe else might have surfaced in that pretend exchange? Sometimes um, we have our own intake vents that we invented and are being are using um, our vents instead of being like the Home Depot style, the little mesh ones. Starlings go through those things like butter. Starlings I see. pick them out and they go in and, and we see homeowners constantly blocking those things off. Like, Please don't block off those intake vents. Right. Because of that, we ours are made out of galvalum. It's a solid metal vent yes. with holes punched in. And we've had them tested to make sure that they are the correct NFA. And so it's a solid piece of metal. The entire block gets knocked out. That entire vent gets knocked in. It gets screwed into place. Birds and the holes are small enough that even wasps don't go in. Great. So it keeps the birds out and they last much better. And it's a cleaner look. I may send you a picture of what those look like. Please. As well. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah. Thank now, you. Sure. And and the bottom line is you're giving good intake to feed the exhaust. Daniel, I really liked in our role playing. I really liked your cylinder funnel description. Thank you. Try to keep it simple. Yes. You know, yes. My wife uses a funnel in the kitchen. I use a funnel when you're putting oil in the car. I think it hits both male and female. I like that. If I may, I might use that yeah. during our, although I'm talking usually to roofing professionals, but nevertheless, yeah. I can but, help. A roof. But roofing professionals have a problem of trying to make themselves sound smart and they have a, a problem of always using technical terms. Yes. We try not to do that. We try yes. to talk to a homeowner like another person, just that, like, that. like you're not a roofing. And that's why the video is so important because I'm not just saying it. I'm showing them in that video of exactly what I'm talking about. Right, right. Uh, Daniel, uh, I know you explained it a little bit, but now now that we're not role playing anymore, uh, if a homeowner is sort of struggling to visualize, you've got you've got no neighboring roofs to point to mm -hmm. and they're struggling to visualize this this ridge vent and yep. it being low profile. What, what do you do? Do you open up your device and show them? What, what do you do like live? Our video, our proposals actually have pictures of all the items. 
So when they get the picture and it says Ridge Vent System right next to it, Jerry's the one that did a lot of this. He added the pictures to the program, which works. Jerry Becker, past guest. So yes. it, ha- it goes down to each every item. It goes from the shingles to the pipes to everything. And next to each item, there's a picture of it. So this is what it's going to look like on your roof. Beautiful. And if they were that curious, they have other resources they can go to. Correct. To dig in. And deep. again, in the video that I send them, and, I'll, and next time, I'm, a matter of fact, I'm going to make a re-roofing video today. I'm going to see a client today. Normally, my re-roofing videos are five to six minutes long okay. because I'm not trying to overwhelm the client, and I don't want yes. them to lose attention. I want them to stay engaged. Right. Then we go over the proposal after they've watched that. But Fantastic. I need them to stay engaged, and if you go past six minutes, they start going. Oh, sure. I can understand. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much, Daniel. Yep. Daniel, this has been really interesting for, for me. I, I personally have enjoyed this. And uh, is there anything else, Daniel, you would like to offer to the uh, roofing professional listening or the homeowner as it pertains to the interaction between contractor and homeowner specific to attic ventilation? You know, spider cracking. You know, that's another thing that happens along with the granule loss. Um, sometimes when I get on the roofs, like when I failed last week, um, we were just going to do a regular maintenance on it, cleaning and treating for moss. And I got up there and it was spider cracking like crazy. The shingles were fracturing like crazy. And when I got down and looked at the bottom, there were no intakes. I mean, none, none, none. So, you know, that attic space is cooking in there. So spider cracking would be a visual to indicate the attic ventilation needs attention. Yep. And when we see that, even if a roof still has some life and it doesn't need to be replaced, we'll tell the homeowner, we need to leave your roof alone. It's so dry, it's so cooked that if we were to try to clean this roof, you're going to start losing shingles. You need to leave this thing alone and plan on replacing it. And when you replace it, we need to update your ventilation. And so I've had clients, Paul, where I've gone out three, four, five years ago and told them, leave this roof alone. Don't touch it. When you're ready to replace it, call us. They are now calling me now. I'm going back out and giving them quotes and they're saying yes to us because we gave them that information four to five years ago. That's so awesome. So they already have that trust for us. That's great, Dan. And that's a long time to wait. It's a long and, time. And, but, and circle back. But I've been doing this. I've been – so I've been with RoofLife for 13 years. I was with Allied Building Products, now Beacon, for almost 10 years. So, 25 so I was on years, the 20- supply end of that before I started doing this. I've been doing this for a while. Now that I've been with RoofLife for 13 years – I'm building up that client base from years ago because we've earned the trust and we were honest with them. Sometimes the roof doesn't need to be replaced right now. Right. But we'll tell them, don't touch it. Don't let anybody clean it. Leave it alone. When you're ready, we're here. And they do come back because we were honest with them in the beginning. Sure. Hey, Daniel, I know we're not supposed to be talking about this right now. It's not the purpose of the of the episode. But when you clean a roof, briefly, what, what what's involved in cleaning a roof? We use specially built machines that we've had built, so they're low pressure, high water volume. Pressure washer will damage a roof. We're I knocking see. 80 to 90 percent of the moss off. We don't want to scrub the roof. We then come back and we treat the roof. Now, the product we use uh, is, is, is for us only. We're the only sure. ones in Portland that can use it. Fair but enough. it's a pH changer, not a chemical kill, and it lasts for three years, and it's designed for composition. The okay. goal is to not have the moss come back. Right. So then in three years, we come back, do a light rinsing to get the dirt and the pollen off, and then treat it again. Fantastic. And Daniel, it's during that process, I would imagine, you're able to get a, a, a bigger assessment oh, of yes. this roof situation. It's That's beautiful. where we find a lot of repairs. Paul, this is where we find, we go out there 
for maintenance just to get the moss off. And we find cracked pipe flashings, broken plastic vents, which is a reason we never put plastic vents on a roof. Those things crack like crazy. That's where we find all the repairs, and that gets us more income because we are finding other things that the homeowner was completely unaware of. And then again, we build that trust to come back years from now when it's time to replace the roof. Yes. I just made a note, Daniel, that I might have you back and we're going to talk about servicing the roof in yep. between replacing the roof. But that's for the future. Uh, fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Daniel, uh, I- I'm about to wrap it up uh, unless you want to have a moment to say anything else for our listeners about this topic, the, the role play. Nope. I think we're good. Okay. Hey, Daniel, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate that you're sharing your knowledge and experience with us. It was really fun for me personally to role play with you. Thanks for being a good sport and role playing on behalf of AirVent, the industry, and homeowners. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Homeowners are very likely going to have questions about the roof estimate, including the attic ventilation portion of it. Anticipating those questions and having an easy-to-follow response will help homeowners understand the scope of the project and agree with the contractor's plan. Well, that wraps up this episode. Please leave a review on iTunes if you'd like, and be sure to let us know if there's a topic you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Maybe you'd like to be a guest one day like Daniel was a guest. Drop us a note on the podcast page of our website, airvent.com, and please come back for more airing it out with AirVent. I'm Paul Shelsey. Thanks for listening.